Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E-minus 37 seconds. The fight is growing. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. And welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, host of the, uh, the uh, Voice America, my co-host, uh, and partner in crime, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, Jeff Spinard is the president and CEO of World Talk Radio, the uh, home, home to the Voice the America Voice. Talk Radio networks. Right. I got and, you back. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> and of course, Ryan Treasure, my vice president of broadcast operations. That is the first time I did that. It is. We've been on the air for almost three years. I know. It's it. the first time. I know. It. It's got to be home. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> That's the influence I have. Yeah, see? It is. It She's is. got you tongue-tied. She does. Right, right. Here so, we are, Friday again, my friend. Here we are, Friday. Uh, another glorious day. Yes. Uh, another 112-degree uh, day out there. Hey, we're on the bottom side, though. It's August. <laughs> yeah, right. Bottom side. So we got long. two more months to go. It seems like go. it takes forever. But, hey, that's the way it goes out here. You live in the desert, that's what you, you deal with, right? You know, I was talking to my uncle yesterday, and he lives, um, like, in the Inland Empire in California, and mm. it was 114 degrees there yesterday, Ooh. which is pretty odd for those guys, Ooh, too. Yeah. So totally We're odd. not the only ones getting beat up with the heat, so uh, go find a swimming pool and uh, go do that. Mm -hmm. That's Absolutely. So last week, uh, we talked about... Yeah, huh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no salt, because that'll dehydrate you. Uh, last week, we talked about the contest... Uh, the contest that we are, are putting on, uh, this is for uh, a spot on the Voice America Network. Uh, you will have an executive producer, production, promotion, marketing, social, networking, everything that you need to host your own show. Uh, this has been a stepping stone for many professionals. This has been an enhancement for many professionals. Awards. Uh, speaking engagements, all kinds of great stuff happens from doing your own show. So that's what our contest is all about. You know, we made a video uh, of the show from last week, kind of a, a movie mm -hmm. trailer, Sizzle Reel. Uh, sizzle Reel. Uh, you guys can go watch that on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. Uh, but it talks about the contest mm -hmm. and, uh, of course, the winner that we had from the first contest, Shannon Hughes. Uh, and then we had Miss KJ on, who was uh, one of the contestants from the, the current contest. I didn't want to butcher it, so <laughs> I, I just know. went first name. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I noticed uh, since last week we've had six more contestants. Contestants jump in and uh, throw their hat in the ring and uh, put up their video. So make sure if you guys mm -hmm. want to be part of the contest, contest.voiceamerica.com. Go check it out. Yep. And when you post your video, uh, it's a two to three minute video explaining who you are, uh, what the show is going to be about, uh, fill out the forms. What will happen is uh, share it, send it out there, like, share, push it to as many people as you can because part of the judging process will be uh, the likes, the shares, the views, the interaction you get from social media. Once we get to that stage, it will go to a panel that will vote or score uh, the final 10 uh, people that uh, have joined the contest that have the most uh, likes, shares, and views. 
uh, and we'll decide who the winner is going to be. So there it is. There's a contest. So go make a video yeah, and make a video. have a radio show and Become set famous. yourself apart. <laughs> <laughs> See, even our banner says right there, host your own show, expand your brand, enhance your reach, build your business. It's all right there. Yeah. And what, do, what do you got behind there? Uh, the other one is just all the channels that we have in their QR codes. Okay. All right. You know, because people QR codes like crazy nowadays. <laughs> the QR codes. Okay. And also what we do, uh, we do live events all over the country. Uh, we just did the hub, what was it? Uh, we did Mob, uh, NetMob Net premiere right. with Network Together out in Chandler. That was really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, big shout out to the Joneses, uh, the Joneses. For, for having us on site at that event. We just put mm-hmm. up a video. Bernie Dorman was yes. there. Eric Swanson was there. Those videos are now up on our social media, YouTube page, all that good stuff. So definitely check those yeah, out. Yeah, I saw your interview with Bernie. Yeah, I need to look at the camera Very more. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> get that side profile. Yeah. You, know, you got to swing it around. The whole around. interview is just like this. <laughs> it was good though we did a good job with that <laughs> we had fun it was a good event all the on-demand content is also available voiceamerica.com forward slash live events yes okay moving right along uh voice america is working with uh several professionals uh we are putting together or expanding the world talk uh, uh brand we're not expanding the brand we're putting a new show a new channel together uh, this is going to be called the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Now, this will be under the World Talk Radio umbrella. It will be sidebarred uh, from the Voice America channels, uh, but it will be something that uh, will be powered by World Talk Radio Voice America. So we're pretty excited about this channel. Yeah. Uh, the show itself is the Sexy Lifestyle Show. You can hear it on the Variety Channel, correct? Yeah, every, every week, Variety Wednesdays. Yep. Uh, listenership is tremendous. Uh, I think they've have they hit over the five hundred thousand mark yet. Mm-hmm. Well over that, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you know they did a fantastic. They did such a great job on the show that they decided. You know what? We'd like to see what it takes to have our own channel because the people that we know in our field, uh, we want to have something that's dedicated that we can build and grow our own community. By having our own show. So uh, Voice America can accommodate. We are accommodating. We've done that before. We have TV channels that are private label, uh, radio channels that are private label. So that's something we can absolutely help you with. But get ready. Uh, the Sexy Lifestyle Network will be coming October 1st. Yep. It's and we'll let be, you know more about it. It's going to be cool. Uh, yeah. I hope they. I hope the uh, all the, the, the listeners and viewers of the content are happy with the colors green and purple. Because that's what we decided to go with for the okay. website, uh, and we'll have uh, the first set of the site available in two weeks. Yeah, it's voice like Bonnie. It's like Voice America Lime Green with their sexy purple color. Okay, well, so uh, it actually um, actually it, I've on, seen pieces of it. It looks pretty good. Yeah, on a white background, it looks fantastic. Okay, if you put go. it on any other background, not so much. <laughs> but uh, definitely digging it. There we go. All right, <laughs> uh, coming up, uh, we have a disaster recovery. Uh, live event that's going to be happening in September. Uh, Voice America will go uh, will be at any event that you know we you want us at. Um, what kind of what's the size of this event? 
Oh, it's actually the disaster recovery event of their year. They do it twice a year. So, and you know how NAB does one, yeah, uh, yeah. one in Vegas, one in New York. So they do the same thing. They do one East Coast, one West Coast, um, and it's uh, the same people from the IAAI, the International yeah. Arson Investigating folks, yeah. and all those. It's it's a it's a, a large event around all of that for disaster recovery that includes not just fire, but also those professionals from the fire industry, and then flooding and any mm-hmm. other type of uh, disaster recovery. And so right. uh, I think there's something like around 12,000 people supposed okay. to be at the event. That's where I was getting to. Yeah. So is it a one-day event? Uh, it's actually a three-day event, um, except for we'll be broadcasting live only on one of the days. Uh, uh, they have two days where they're, uh, <laughs> uh, the people that are attending are getting some certifications and doing some breakout classes and that kind of stuff. So uh, we're just going to be doing the broadcast on the day that those classes are not, so that way the people can uh, take advantage of uh, the broadcast and all that good stuff. Got about uh, 26 interviews lined up for a single day so far. Excellent. Excellent. So that's pretty good to have the, all that lined up uh, for an event in September. Yeah, and Alex Fullick, uh, who's a host on the network, uh, is the host <laughs> behind this. So you guys can go check out his show called Disaster Recovery on Voice America. Alex Fullick, go do a search and find that show. It's on every week. Okay. Uh, why don't we go to a commercial break? Coming out of commercial break, uh, we will bring on uh, Miss Helen Davis. Let's do it. Guys, you can find us all over social media. Jeff and I are both on Twitter at Jeff Spinney 2 at Radio Ryan 1. And of course, all over the Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Finding a Frequency Net and Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. Stay tuned with Finding Your Frequency. We'll be right back right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. 
connect with the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. Welcome back. When we are coming out of break, uh, we have Miss Helen R. Davis in studios. Uh, welcome, Helen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, a little background, of course. Uh, Helen was recently recognized in Arizona Business Magazine as one of the most influential women in Arizona. Uh, these uh, women are trailblazers, the innovators and groundbreakers, with Miss Davis being honored to be among them. Miss Davis has been practicing family law for over 20 years and focuses on complex divorce and custody litigation. Miss Davis is the president and chair of the Kavanaugh Law Firm and is also an adjunct professor at Arizona State University's Sandra Day O'Connor College of Law. Miss Davis is certified as a family law specialist by the Arizona State Bar, is a fellow of the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, is AV rated by Martindale in Hubble, and is honored by Best Lawyers in America, Super Lawyers, and more elite organizations. Helen, there's a, that's quite quite the introduction there. <laughs> Congratulations. This is quite a resume here. Thank you. <laughs> and that's just a piece of it. There's a whole whole couple of pages to go, but that would take us 15 minutes to get through that. I would need a sandwich. <laughs> you need a sandwich. I'm you hungry? Didn't you eat before we came on? I did. I had a sandwich. <laughs> Still need more sandwich. Okay. Those carbs. <laughs> don't I, let you go. It was a wrap. Yeah. Okay. It so it wasn't was enough for you, obviously. No, we'll I'm have to get you another wrap. The sandwich next time. As All my right. daughter calls it, a burrito sandwich. <laughs> well, here we are finding a frequency with uh, Helen Davis. Um, Helen, tell us a little bit about your background uh, so that we can get to know who you are. My my background in, in terms of um, as a lawyer is where I, yes, where let's I go, started out. Let's go back where you started out, right? Where it was, I started out as a secretary. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started out um, moving from Chicago to Arizona and looking for a job and I got a job at the bankruptcy court as a notice clerk which basically meant I put notices in the mail. What, what makes one go from Chicago to Phoenix? I was going to say, <laughs> we just talking about the heat in yeah. Chicago. The snow. Yeah. <laughs> My parents uh, lived here so I uh, I left the snow behind and came following my parents and found a job at the bankruptcy court and I was sitting there doing my notices <coughs> watching the lawyers coming in and out and I thought you know I could I could do that mm. um, and I now um, when, when was this by the way that was 1983 okay so we're going back 1983 okay. and um, so I started taking uh, college classes mm-hmm. um, to get my undergrad degree and left the bankruptcy court and started working as a secretary at a couple of firms but winding up at uh, a firm called O'Connor Cavanaugh Anderson Westover Killingsworth and Bashir. That's a lot of partners. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a, uh, one of the largest firms in Arizona mm-hmm. at the time um, and I just um, got a job as a secretary and then was promoted Worked as a paralegal. Through. 
Okay. And I worked as a paralegal at O'Connor Kavanaugh for about <laughs> nine years um, while I was uh, going to ASU, mm -hmm. got my undergrad degree, and told them that I was going to go to law school, but I don't... I don't think they believe me. <laughs> so when did you when did you start law school? I started law school in 1993. Okay, so ten years in, mm -hmm. I'm going to law school. I'm I got into law school. Excellent. A ASU. Uh, what, go what, Devils. What, fork, forks up. <laughs> well, what made you go? What made you make that that hurdle from you know being in the space for ten years and going? You know what? I'm going to take take this leap of faith and and go to law school. It was always about going to law school. Mm. So it was just getting there. It was it was just that I had to work, you know, full time and take my, you know, three classes a semester basically. Um, whenever it, you know, back then there was an online right. college. Um, and there there weren't very many night classes. So you had I had to fit all my classes in and you, at you know like 7 a.m. 9 a.m. and then I would go to work and you know work as a paralegal all right. day now your parents are in Arizona you're in Chicago um, what how, well, how did that happen what was where was the separation um, my my dad worked for Northwest Airlines okay and they left Chicago for Minneapolis which you know, was even colder than possible. Was even colder than Chicago, so they wound up coming here. Okay. They wound up here, and my one of my brothers. I have three brothers. Mm -hmm. One of my brothers and I stayed behind. Um, actually, they moved to Georgia first, and mm -hmm. uh, then my dad was in Minnesota for Do you a while. A big family, or? Uh, not really. I have three brothers. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, at least East Coast wise. I'm originally from Rhode Island, and you know, similar weather. Uh, I think Chicago might get even a little colder sometimes. Uh, but I hated the snow; <laughs> just hated it, couldn't stand it. Um, so I actually moved to Las Vegas when I was 19 years old, and I've been here oh, for the last. Well, I'm 48 now, so I can figure out the math. You know, 28 whatever years. Long time. <laughs> yes, it is. That is. So I, I enjoy it out here. I don't, I'm not too thrilled with uh, this time of year, but we'll get through it, and that's good. Yeah, you don't have to scrape it off. Exactly right, right. Or shovel sunshine. <laughs> right. We like to shovel sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> okay, so uh, high school, did you know you were going to, was it always law? No. Ah. No. No, you know, I, I think back to high school, and I... Is is pretty odd. No, I was the first person in my family to go to college. Mm. Nobody went to college, um, and I came from a pretty blue collar area right. outside a suburb of Chicago. I don't remember. I, like I was going to college, but I didn't know how <coughs> to wind up in college, and so I I graduated high school early, and I was working, and then my parents left. Mm -hmm. and moved to Georgia and at, at that point I I was working multiple jobs um, and just trying to make ends meet um, going to the grocery Found store with a calculator <laughs> right um, eating every, four, every for, penny, right? <laughs> four for a dollar cucumbers mm -hmm. top ramen 
Yeah. And okay, so you found your way as a paralegal. Uh, yeah. You started working uh, at the firm, mm-hmm. saw everybody, what they were doing, said, I can do this. Decided, okay, I'm going to school. Ten yep. years later, you go to college. I do. And what happens there? Well, I, I get into ASU. I quit my job. I, I leave. Um, and, um, you know, I never thought that I would return to mm-hmm. O'Connor Cavanaugh. I thought that I would move on to some other firm, do something else. Right. Um, I originally thought I'd be a criminal lawyer, but I hated huh. the criminal class first year. Um, I, I just didn't like that at all. Um, and I, I thought I'm going to be a divorce lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I knew about the business of law because I had worked for 10 years. Right. And I, I knew how firms operated. I knew about rainmakers. I knew about having your own book of business, mm-hmm. um, what billable rates would be charged, um, could so be charged. The business end I now. knew. <laughs> I knew that that having a specialty mm-hmm. made made business sense. Do you guys still uh, do timesheets or do you do value based <laughs> pricing? <laughs> still do timesheets. <laughs> you knew I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of value-based pricing. Yes, okay, well, Absolutely. I get I get people divorced, <laughs> and there's a lot of value to some people for that. Can <laughs> <laughs> get married first then. <laughs> I've been through divorce, but we actually it was nice and easy. You know, my wife and I, we decided <laughs> to be amicable as possible, and, you know, one piece of paper, sign here. The biggest process was going through the courts and you know, going yeah. through the steps. It's like, okay, we want to get divorced. We really going to go through all this? So you're in school. Is school hard? Law school? Yeah. It seems um, like there's a lot you got to learn in law. It, it's, it's hard. It's challenging. Yeah. It's challenging in a lot of ways because law school, at least when I was in law school, it might have changed somewhat now because um, I teach a class at the at the law school Mm -hmm. and I teach it differently than the way it was taught to me Um, they didn't focus on the practicalities of practicing law back then it was teach you to think like a lawyer Mm -hmm. um, and teach you how to synthesize information analyze it and spit it back out in a way that was different than the way that it was (laughs) brought to you you know I, I teach the students now um, about the law and how to understand cases and how the law works, but there's a major focus on uh, the practicalities of how you do this. How does this look? What does a mediation look like? What does a how do you respond to a petition for divorce? Because I feel like if you if you see somebody do it, mm-hmm. it's easier for you to do it. And in those days, the the goal at law school was to get a clerkship so you wanted a firm to offer you a summer position it was like a summer long job interview and then at the end of which you hoped they made you an offer to join the firm when you graduated law school Um, and you know if you were lucky enough to or talented enough depending on how you look at Mm -hmm. it um, to, to for that to happen you would come out, join some firm, mm-hmm. and have a mentor who taught you the ropes. 
and that that's much harder nowadays right so this internship you're it's on the job training you're getting to see it happen and right. you're rem- uh, memorizing the process and the steps and it's a lot easier coming out of is something. It, is, it, is it like is it like a recording studio <laughs> internship where it's a really it, it the job description says A, but then when you get in there, you're really just like taking out the garbage and getting coffee and filling out paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Not back then. Okay. Back then, it was they put you to work. It, it was, well, you worked. You you know mostly research, wrote, mm. went along to hearings, things like that. But it was a boondoggle. Um, it was floor tickets to the Suns, sitting in the mm-hmm. you know the box at mm-hmm. the at the sports games, going up to Lake Powell, having you know having happy hours. So they were wooing you. Um, I'm, the, I'm really good at all of those things <laughs> you just mentioned. Right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what it was like. It is not like that anymore. No, no, I don't think it is. Um, so this is so when they had all these events and they're they're wooing you. This is what when you're coming out of college and they're trying to it's, it's, get you to be part of the firm. It, it's the in the summer between the years of law school. Um, that's when you have your clerkships. Yeah. So you go to school during the school year and then hopefully you have a clerkship for the summer. What was that movie? The the movie The Firm, right? The Firm, mm-hmm. right. Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, is that all? Is that all kind of real? What what happens, or how close was that to the real thing? You know, I don't I don't really remember <coughs> about his clerkship, but I mean, that was more when he got out of school and started at the firm as right. like a first year associate, which is way different than okay. the clerkship. All right, I guess I got ahead of the conversation because then you just work nonstop. Gotcha. Okay. Work. 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 Work for <laughs> you ten thousand hours. Oh, wow. yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell, right? To be great. To be an expert. To be an expert, mm-hmm. you need to spend at least 10,000 10, hours. hours. Yep. So. Well, that's fantastic. Okay, so we've moved through uh, the college years. Um, obviously, it's a lot of work. Uh, now, okay, let's talk about them wooing you now that you know courting uh, period you went back to the firm you had been working with before i did so i went back to o'connor kavanaugh as an associate okay. as, a, as a you know a non-partnership working lawyer and i i went back and i was uh doing family law mm-hmm. um and uh commercial litigation okay so i i started out you know litigating cases and and doing divorce work what was your plan though when you went back there after you got done with college were you like all right i'm gonna go back to kavanaugh and i'm gonna try to execute you know these goals or milestones or like what was your weird path or where you thought you were going from that point (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 kind of interesting because i just wanted to be a great lawyer i just wanted to be a great lawyer i wanted to be a lawyer who was creative who thought outside of the box, who didn't just follow along what everybody else did, who who used imagination to solve problems and and to approach things in different different ways. That's really what what I wanted. And I I mean, I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a little bit, for a minute, 
that's all you care. I'm I'm a lawyer now. Right, right. <laughs> so you would say that wherever you were. <laughs> exactly right, right. It's like being an executive producer. Right. You know, I'm an executive yeah, producer. Exactly. I'm a yeah, lawyer. like when you become a doctor, you're like, of course, I'm, you're proud no, of I'm no longer Mister Treasure. You to work Doctor Treasure. That. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So that's all. I I just was just so happy that I had gotten there. I mean, mm-hmm. it took a long time. Right. I mean, it took years to to finally get to that. To find your frequency. To find my frequency. Yes. You know, the first person in my family to graduate from school and to, from college and and let alone a, a graduate program. Right, right. Okay. Which then inspired my brother. So your brother's working to get his uh, license, or is he already there? No, my one of my brothers then went and he went back to college went and got his mba from the university of chicago and he's a vice president at delta airlines awesome nice awesome well guys we're uh, right here on finding your frequency talking to our fantastic guest helen davis we're going to take a commercial break and come back and find out a little bit more about the journey uh, that helen's been on here stay tuned we'll be right back right after these messages Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And we are here with Miss Helen R. Davis from the Kavanaugh Group, Kavanaugh Firm. Um, and we're through the uh, uh, the pieces where now you're in it, you're doing the job. Um, Ryan. Yeah, you know, as, as we... As we talk about finding your frequency and you know going from you know moving uh, uh, to, to Arizona in, in the 80s and, and uh, you know doing your paralegal stuff and then going to college and so all of this time you're you're building your repertoire your resume your knowledge um, I like to use the term knowledge worker right as you as you start to you know build your 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 employment resume how, how did you go from I'm just working at Kavanaugh to um, as we were talking about during the commercial break now you're you're the 
the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, people. Everybody reports to you. The you know the firm uh, the firm operations probably falls directly upon your shoulders. Yeah, we have an executive director, thankfully. But um, how did I go from secretary all the way to um, basically the CEO? The head honcho. Um, I think that I love the firm, and I I've been there. In, in one form or another because it's obviously not O'Connor, Kavanaugh, Anderson, Westover, Killingsworth, right. and Bashiras anymore. It's the Kavanaugh Law Firm since about 1999. Um, and I, I, one part about being the managing partner is kind of being the face of the firm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm out there and have been out there for years um, kind of giving back to the community um, in working with charitable organizations, um, speaking uh, at you know legal seminars, writing, teaching, um, and knowledge worker, a knowledge worker, yeah, um, sitting on the board of the firm for four years, and just I think really expressing a, a commitment. I want I want to ensure that that Harry Cavanaugh's legacy lives on. That's awesome. And that this firm is not a one generational firm and that it that it, it just moves forward um, just with the excellent uh, excellent practice of law. And I think that um, uh, the firm is also really supportive of, of women. And we have a lot of women partners. Our board is populated uh, of the five board members, three are women partners of the firm. You know, you, you make a unique point, I think, when you say that, you know, you want to you want to carry on the legacy and make sure that it's not singular generational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just the fact that you are, you know, the president and chair of an organization you didn't start um, is interesting and unique in and of itself because, you know, Jeff and I have been in this space for a long time. And when we talk to people who are, you know, CPAs or lawyers or they're in professional service firms, you know, the majority of those people are either A, like I'm the CEO of this firm because I started this firm or my dad owned this firm or my family's owned this firm uh, and so I think you know that position that you have is quite unique um, and and carrying that on to the next generational thing how do you, how do you see that uh, how do you see that torch being passed well I, I think that you know by mentoring by watching the lawyers that are you know um, filling our offices now to seeing their commitment and what they're doing to bring up and grow lawyers uh, underneath them basically um, that that you want you know you want to bring in you know I say younger but you know I I wasn't in my 20s when I started practicing law but you want to bring in the younger the newer generation and you want to teach them and and you want to you want to in, inspire them, hopefully, to inspire their loyalty, to inspire them to want to 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 really be their best that they can be, mm-hmm. um, whatever that is. I mean, not everybody, um, you know, it, it achieves the the same type of sure. however you define success or right. Um, in, we're talking about it as, a, as a, in a career. Um, but however they define that success and you want you watch them and you watch them basically take up the standard 
and give back to the others selflessly mm-hmm. in a way that that grows grows the firm and um, and future generations of lawyers. You know, I, I we have a channel built around. That. I know. You know, it's what I, I, literally. I, I never Sorry. get sick and tired of hearing uh, business professionals, whether they're you know somebody in your position or an entrepreneur who started mm-hmm. their own. Everybody says the exact same thing that it all starts with service. Every, every everything that you do is all service based. If you're not in, in in the industry that you're in to serve well, other people in some capacity, I'm going to tell you where it really starts is passion. You had that going into this. You wanted to be a lawyer, yeah. You know, and I can hear the passion you have for what you're doing right now. You are considered an influencer at this point. You know, you're teaching, you're mentoring, you're doing the job, you're helping people along. Uh, we have a channel dedicated called the Influencer Channel, ah, really? and you would be somebody that would fit on the Influencer Channel. <laughs> Absolutely, so. I mean you ha- you have you have uh, something here on on the paperwork that they sent over that uh, <laughs> you were appointed by Governor Napolitano for something at one point. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Mm. That's pretty prestigious. Yep. It, it was the Marriage and Family Relations Commission, mm-hmm. and it, it it was a commission that. Um, it had grant money from the state um, to try to um, help people stay together and and raise their children well. Great so there yeah. would be organizations that would you know uh, make bids for the money, apply for grants, if you will, and then put on classes or programs that teach people how to parent, right. that teach people how to be in a relationship um, with the hope of, of helping people stay, stay together right. once they've How to deal with issues, how to yeah. deal with problems. It's actually a great program and, you know, it's the time. No more funding. <laughs> <laughs> well, the times they do a change, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's not the same today as it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago where people stayed together back then because they had to, you know, not not that they had to, but it was more of a okay. We're married till death do we part. Well, and there was a stigma, it, it, you know, there was a, a <coughs> social stigma that associated with divorce. Oh yeah, yeah. That, you know, in Ireland, has only you know been allowing you know divorce for a lot a lot right. shorter period of time than we do, and accepting of it. Um, we, I mean. It was just not socially acceptable. It's it's like you said, Jeff. Mm. You you stayed together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I say this because I, I have an experience uh, with even my own family. My mother and father um, they were together. Uh, my father passed away. Not together. They were together for eight. You know, I was eighteen years old, and my father says, "Jeff, come on, let's go for a ride." So I jump in the, the car. We take a ride to the store wherever we go, and he says, "I got I got to talk to you about something." I'm like, "Okay, Dad, what's up?" He's like, "Okay, your mother and I are separating," and it, almost like it was going to be a, a devastating blow. Now I'm old enough to know that you know things happen, but my parents were very good at at hiding things. Apparently, they would fight, but with the kids, would never see anything. Uh, but you know, th- I, and, but I knew that they were having problems, financial problems, cause other things. So they went through a tough time, uh, and I'm like, okay, Dad, you know, do what you got to do. You know, I'm 
I'll support both of you, whatever you got to do. So they separated for nine months. They actually started dating again six months into oh, wow. it. <laughs> and it, what they found out was that everything was about the family. They get so in that rut, if you want to call it a rut, it's kids first, it's this, that, you know, no more date nights, no more, you know, dancing, no more. And that's what they that's what they had to do to get back to it was start going out again. My mother, she loved to dance, so did my father. They had to go on date nights. So, I, it, That's exactly why our daughter goes to grandma's house every <clears throat> Saturday and spends <clears throat> the night, right? <clears throat> and so then that gives my wife and I one night a week where, you know, we can go watch a movie, go <clears throat> do something adult. You know, we like to go dance and yeah. go have, we like to eat sushi. And I think so, the point to what my story was <clears throat> that they didn't go right to divorce, you know? Yeah. It was... There's way higher levels of divorce, you know, sure. in, in, in this generation than there was in the previous one, that's for sure. Well, you know, a lot of times people, um, they they forget that the foundation is what everything's based on, and they take each other for granted. Mm-hmm. They don't spend time, you know, nurturing their relationship. and it, It's all about the kids, maybe, but you have to say to yourself, well, what are the kids going to have? if we don't pay attention to each other and i i think there's a lot of that Um, my wife and i tell each other all the time that exactly thing is Mm -hmm. how can we expect to take care of our kid if we can't take care of ourselves and that includes our relationship and you know your health you know physically and all that as well and you must know statistics now Uh, it's so much different today than before what are the statistics now of couples uh married couples staying together well i think that the statistics have been pretty stable <clears throat> for a long time it, <clears throat> it's around 50 percent. but the statistics oh. aren't really reliable because people you know they they marry and divorce and marry and divorce mm-hmm. they even the same people they you know the same people right. have multiple um, marriages to each to other, each other right. or you know multiple marriages to other people so statistics i i think that they're they're pretty historically stable in terms of I guess what I'm talking about is the initial as opposed to you know 30 years ago to now I mean it seems like now it's almost a a fad to get married oh it's cool let's get married and then you know 80% of it ends up divorce whereas back 30 years ago maybe 20% was divorce yeah I don't know I don't know the the the, how I'm going to get off statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I hesitate to have somebody call in and say, well. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I'm not saying the exact numbers, but I'm sure it's got to be it's, higher it's, now it's, than it's, it was before. It's higher now than it was before. Yeah. Okay. Ryan, uh, let's talk. I want to talk about some of your awards and some of your recognitions because, you know, throughout all of this time, and especially what you're here for today, um, but, you know, as you're moving along, I see we have uh, Best Lawyers in, in America with Family Law. That was in 2013 to the, present, right? Right. Okay. Um, also, Best Lawyers in Arizona, Family Law, again, why is this twice here? Arizona's Finest Lawyers, 2014 to present. Southwest Super Lawyers, 2015 to present. Uh, Martindale Hubble AV Rated. We had a question about that. What is what is what is AV? Um, Your audio video rated? No. What does it stand for? <laughs> um, it 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 stands for something that I should know. But Martindale Hubble was um, historically a book, mm. a set of books that listed all the lawyers, 
and then it it would rank them based on the voting of your peers so it's a peer rating um, and forgive me for not knowing what AV stands okay. for anymore. Oh, it sounds like the Academy but, Awards. <laughs> <laughs> but once you, once you, you have to be practicing for about ten years, and uh, when you're rated, and so AV is the highest rating. Okay, I can tell you that. Good, Good stuff. <laughs> Should we come up with something like number one rated? And AV, let's make it complicated. Well, number one. Well, look, there's a lot of these. It's probably a legal term. Awards, <laughs> awards. Now they're everywhere. True. It's probably True. Latin. Speaking of books, um, didn't you, didn't you? Aren't you? Uh, you wrote a forward to a book. Oh, I I did. I I I'm so proud of that. Um, and I audi I did the audible recording of right, it right. of my part, but I um. Uh, Edgar Hernandez is a surgeon in the East Valley. Who is a breast surgeon, um, and I had um, first uh, diagnosed with breast cancer in 2008, mm. and he was. Oh my yeah, wait, she overcome that too. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need an award for that uh, one. No <laughs> words for that. Uh, so anyway, he he did my surgery, my mastectomies. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in contact um, and uh, I be- became friends uh, over time. And I got involved with the uh, Desert Con- Cancer Foundation of Arizona, mm-hmm. which was a charity that uh, that he was very involved in. And he came to me um, and asked me to write the forward to his life story, which is called On the Border of a Dream. And he has this inspiring story of how he emigrated from Mexico and became, you know, uh, uh, just a great doctor. And I wrote the forward. Um, and I was in Barnes & Noble a couple weeks ago, and they had the table of local authors, and it was there. And I I just was so hmm. overcome to see my forward yeah. <laughs> at, at Barnes & Noble. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I also write a blog. Yeah. What's your right. blog? What's, what's, your blog? what's the right. domain? Um, it's uh, immune to breast cancer dot blogspot dot com. And so it's a breast a breast cancer blog. Okay. Because um, I I was then diagnosed with stage four breast cancer Ooh. Uh, in two thousand eight. Um, I'm sorry, two thousand eight was the first diagnosis. Two thousand ten was the second. And all you can find online, or I could find in the middle of the night was like very scary chat rooms about people dying um and i wanted to create a blog where somebody who you know got that diagnosis Mm -hmm. thought oh my god this is a death sentence could see that there's there's hope there's hope somebody somebody is alive in remission eight years later well on behalf of everything's gone well um well, you know, that gets into technicalities about when you can say you're cancer-free, right. but I there's no evidence of disease. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> everybody knock. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so. 
Well, and thank well, you for taking the time too for yes. that resource. There's um, Jeff and I, uh, from our personal perspective too. Um, both of us lost our fathers to cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife lost her grandmother to breast cancer. So we definitely uh, understand, mm-hmm. you know, the emotions and all of that behind it. And you know, to provide a positive resource for other cancer patients that are going through that, I think is very, very cool. When you know, when my dad was going through that when I was a kid, you know, there wasn't the internet, so there wasn't you know a way for mm-hmm. any of that stuff to happen. And, you know, my dad was in Vietnam. He was a tough guy, all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he wouldn't go go anywhere other than, you know, sit at home and smoke 40,000 cigarettes a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> you right. know, and uh, but so, yeah, kudos to you for having that resource. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoy writing that blog. Good. It's awesome. Good. What was the URL again? Oh, immune to breast cancer. Immune to breast cancer. Dot blogspot.com. Check out the blog. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about the most influential woman in Arizona. <laughs> 2018. Uh, tell us about uh, tell us about this award. Oh well, I, I mean, I, I think that um, Arizona Business um, Magazine re- Magazine vets a lot of women are nominated, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't I didn't really know originally that I had been nominated um and um and then they they vet the nominees and they they actually choose many women so i'm it's not Mm -hmm. like i'm the only only one there are there are many fabulous women um that are honored but none of them are helen davis none of them are helen (laughs) except one (laughs) only i am only i am Mm -hmm. helen davis um but you know and they announced the um that that I was selected and I just I just couldn't believe it. That's that's fantastic. How many? Do you have any idea how many women were nominated or? I think, if I recall, and I may not have this correct, but um, thousands. Okay. Like a couple thousand, I think. A lot. And don't worry, we have a disclaimer for the show. Yeah, so. have a disclaimer <laughs> for. I didn't memorize that, um, but. Thousands of women nominated, of women. and you were most influential women. Now, were there like a, a series of ten, or one woman was chosen? That's you. No, there's a series. There's about twenty. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. If there was a thousand nominees, how many people no, were chosen? And if you look at the 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 magazine is out on out now, um, and it's a it's a photo Arizona spread. Arizona Business Magazine. Arizona Business Magazine. It's a it's a photo spread. So it's about twenty to thirty that of right. us who were yeah. honored this we'll year. Have to pick up a, pick up a copy of the magazine. I should have brought one. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll have Darren send us one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read the articles. I want to see. Uh, you guys can you guys on. can exchange. You can give her a book, and she can give you a magazine. Yeah. Absolutely. That works works for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. So, Helen, what's next? Oh, what's (laughs) next? Um, that's that's a really good question. What's what's next? Well, I mean, I've only been the managing partner of the firm. This is my second year. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you guys don't have a podcast. We we don't have a podcast. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, I know. Maybe we need, need maybe the, we the need. Kavanaugh Law Group podcast for sure. Maybe we need a podcast. Well, what a great way for uh, internal and external communication. I think that would be that is an educational very piece. Cool. That's going to be that could be very helpful. That that I think that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what's next? Well, I mean, trying to continue to run the firm um, with you know our current standards and. Um, 
I, what would I like to do? Travel more, mm. write a write a book. Um, I would love to do that. Uh, you know, um, watch the kids grow up. <laughs> 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 Try to relax more than I have. Uh, is in is the there past. plans to grow the firm? Uh, to have other partners come in? I mean, love it. Yeah, would, okay. Would love it if there was a, a, a the, the right group that would um, enhance the practice and the experience of our our clients. Mm -hmm. Would absolutely love to um, have uh, some other types of practice exactly groups join. Right. Join the firm. Absolutely. So your specialty or what you spend most of your time on is divorce. Divorce. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Family law. Yep. Yeah, matrimonial uh, <laughs> divorce and all that good stuff. But so to bring in partners means to bring in a criminal uh, drunk driver. What bring in other partners that bring more to the to the firm. Well, the firm itself. Um, there are five of us who do family law but there are about 43 lawyers and so it's it's a, a full service firm. Okay, so, so somebody comes to you with Yeah, so gotcha. there are tax lawyers, employment department Okay, that's important. Um, insurance defense, you know, so there are all, you know, different types of real estate um, you know, so it, you know, if there are synergies that could be created mm -hmm. with maybe there's a practice out there and they're doing healthcare law, right? We say, well, hey, you know, that would that would be great. Corporate law that would that would support and enhance. Maybe there are synergies between you know what we already have and what you can bring to us and we can bring to you. Um, so I would I would like I'm always on the lookout for sure. that type of strategic growth. Helen, I, I, here's one of the things I'm, I'm going to make a promise to you. We have some events that uh, Jeff and I are going to be doing here locally with a group called Network Together. So mm -hmm. the next time we go to one of those events, I'll reach out to you so you can come to one of these networking events because the what a great way to get out there um, you know, and, and meet some additional people. Because I know the last one we were at, there was three different uh, firms that were there. Really? So yeah. I don't know, you know uh, uh, how any of that works from a firm perspective, but I know that it all starts with networking anyway. So we definitely got to get you out to a For couple sure. of our events. For sure. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Awesome. I'd love to Great, come. great. Good. Well, we're coming up uh, on the close of the show. So, um, Helen, is there anything you want to let the audience know, maybe to go check you out, if they have any troubles with anything? What do you have? <laughs> if they're getting divorced? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's trouble. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> they're certainly welcome to find our, our website, KavanaughLaw.com or uh, H Davis at KavanaughLaw.com. Um, you know we're we're there. I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys for supporting women in business mm -hmm. and and having me on your show and um, you know giving a giving a forum to to you know to what what we're doing and to lawyers mm -hmm. on top of it. Right. Right. <laughs> We're not that bad. A lot of jokes there, too. <laughs> right? I was gonna say, she said we're not that bad. We're not that is, bad. That, is that true? Mm, I'm not saying that. There's good and isn't, bad isn't apples. That the, isn't, that the, isn't that the oldest lawyer joke? Like, how do you know if a lawyer's lying if, they're, if their mouth is open? open. Yeah, if their lips are open. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't tell lawyer jokes. Helen, nice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. It was really a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Jeff. Absolutely. Thank you, absolutely. Ryan. 
Ryan, take us home. We'll be here next week. Yes, we are always here because 24 hours, seven days a week. You can find Finding Your Frequency on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, and Player.fm. Of course, on the VoiceAmerica.com and Voice America mobile applications. Tune in next week for more Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety Channel.